Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. Well, we ask our <clears throat> kids to stay in with us today just for a minute because we have a really a, a miracle to announce. Uh, if you're here visiting with us today, my message is entitled, Jesus is Real. And I just want to take a minute or two, and I wanted the kids to be in here uh, because our church just celebrated being nine years old, which is hard to believe. And all of you have hung in there, and you know the miracle that we just received a couple months ago about being able to get a building. And we're so blessed. Well, as you see it there, if we truly believe who Jesus is, he becomes more real in our life. And it's so hard for all of us, isn't it, when we're waiting for him to do something. But I'm here to tell you today, if you trust and believe him for your personal life right now, wherever it is, he will come through. So God worked this out to where we're able to get this building, Lord willing, towards the end of summer we're going to be able to move into, and it's truly a miracle. People begin to ask, hey, how, is there some way we can give towards this building? And uh, so Ben approached me and said, hey, Dow, I said, people are asking so over. I said, let me pray about it. And so began to pray about it, and I came back to our stewardship team and our leadership team, and I said, hey, what if we... Because if you know me and you've been here long enough, you know, I don't, like, I don't like talking about money because the way it's been so misused in over the airways today and television evangelists and so forth. And so I, I came back to our team. I said, you know, I've been praying about it. What if we take a, a one-time special offering and whatever comes in, we'll send a letter out and we'll put on there what we need, like we, we're going to have to replace the chairs that you saw a minute ago, we're going to have to replace those, all the different things that we're going to have to do into the building. And so we prayed and prayed and prayed about it. We sent a letter out to you, and I want to read this to you before I share this miracle. <laughs> In Ephesians chapter 3, verses 20 through 21, now to him meaning our Heavenly Father, who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. To him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Let me read the first part of this again. Now to him is able to exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. The Lord just went way through what I thought was going to be given. And so this is not pledged. I want you to know that. This is actually in the bank, a one-time offering that you gave a couple weeks ago. So two weeks ago, we took a one-time offering, and you guys gave over $155,000. I, I don't even know. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know what to say, except, uh, except I'm humbled. I, I'm just so humbled to be a part of this church and what you guys continue to believe in. Why have you given that? Well, we want to do what we can. You see this vision of reaching people for Christ in this day and age. And you know we want to help. We still do. All the single moms that we help all the needy families that we help, all those we have rooms that we're going to specifically designate, food pantry, all these things we're going to be able to do. And you, you caught into this vision. If you remember, we started out in a bar in downtown Akron. And this is where we are today. So I can't thank you enough. Uh, I'm going to let our kids go out. Lisa, I think if you want to take them out now, they can go on out. So anyway, so truly... And as I continue on here today, this message about Jesus is real. Um, I still can't believe it when I actually verbalize it to some people. So, anyways, 
as we continue this message today on this special time. You know, I was thinking of one thing when I, about when I heard last week what all had been given. <clears throat> and, I, and I thought this. This is what I thought. I wish, I wish my brother would have been here. And, you know, this is what we're about. Or you say, what do you mean, Dallas? We're about hope. I know I'm going to see my family members again. And why is that? Well, I want you to turn to see what Easter is all about as we continue this message about Jesus being real. In Mark chapter 16, verses 1 through 7. Now, when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, Salome brought spices that they might come and anoint him. When did they go? Very early in the morning on the first day of the week that they came to the tomb when the sun had risen. And they said among themselves, who will roll the stone away from the door of the tomb for us? What had happened? What did we see take place? The crucifixion, why we partook of communion last week, we celebrate the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. At that time, <clears throat> all they know that Jesus had died. Their Savior, the prophet, all that he had done, this person today had come to be like a brother to them, loved them, but now he was dead, supposedly. And they didn't know what to do. All they know to do is when a body would die at that time in history, you would go and anoint the body after death. So they decided to do this. Their question, and my question to you today, it's so interesting, it's just like us. What was said is this on Easter Sunday morning, on that resurrection day as we celebrate Easter. I want you to know Jesus is real. What, what were they caught up with on the way to the tomb? Let me read it again. They said among themselves, who will roll away the stone from the door of the tomb for us. This is what they're thinking. I know without a doubt, all of you are here today, and you believe, you're here because you somehow, someway, even if you're visiting, you believe who Jesus is. Maybe you're not sure of everything, but you believe who he is. But there is something in your life or my life, there is an obstacle in front of Jesus. And that obstacle is stops many times all of us. You might be thinking of it right now, whatever it might be. It stops you from going further or even experiencing a relationship with Jesus because all you're thinking about that roadblock or that stone that's so big that you don't know how your life is going to work out. Who is going to roll the stone away? That's what they were thinking. Well, the story continues in verse 4. But when they looked up, they saw that the stone had been rolled away, for it was very large. You know what I want you to do today? I want you to see Jesus instead of your problem. I want you to see Jesus. I want you to focus on Jesus instead of whatever it is that you're going through right now. See, he is a risen Savior, and he will do whatever it needs. They go there, they get there. What had happened? The stone was rolled away. I want you to know whatever it is that you're facing in your life right now, Jesus has already pushed it out of the way. You just can't see it yet. The book of Revelation tells us that when God opens a door, Nobody can shut it. No matter what happens, we have a saying here at our church, no doesn't always mean no. I tell that to so many people all the time. When Jesus is involved, there's a catalyst of the supernatural that takes place <laughs> that the devil can do anything. He can try to do anything to discourage you, to destroy you, but he'll never win because you and I are more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ. How many times do we lose this valuable energy in our life dwelling on whatever's going, whatever we're going through? And all the while, 
The Lord's saying, will you see me? Will you look at me? Because I've already taken that out of the way. He is a risen Savior. He's pushed out of the way whatever it is that you're facing. I want you to, to believe that today. Whatever it is that's in front of you that you can't see Jesus, I want you to supernaturally have discernment and look through that and see Jesus Christ, a risen Savior, and watch what he will begin to do in your life if you trust him and that you have faith. God's word continues in verse 5. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man. We know in other portions of Scripture and the other Gospels, it was an angel clothed in long white robes sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. But he said to them, do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He is risen. He's not here. See the place where they laid him. Notice what the angel says. He said something very important here. It's one word, crucified. See, we can go right into heaven today and begin to pray whatever it's on your heart through the blood of Jesus Christ and the forgiveness of sin, we have grace in God's throne room. And we can actually go right in there and say, Lord, I'm here. Will you help me? Will you guide me in this? Will you give me direction? Will you show me what to do next? And he will because... He died for all the sins of the world. He was crucified. He's not here. He's risen. Let's go further and see what it continues in our own personal life. The angel said, but go tell his disciples and Peter that he's going before you into Galilee. There you will see him as he said to you. There's two important things there. Why didn't you just say, go tell the disciples? Hey, go, go, go. I know there's so much going on right now and you're a little afraid, but you're excited and you know that Jesus is alive and he's amazed. There, there, so much is going on through right now to what they're thinking. But the angel says something so important to him. He says, go tell the disciples. Well, wasn't Peter a disciple? Yeah. Go tell the disciples and Peter. Why? Because it was for Peter. You know why? Because Peter's just like you and me. Oh, no, Lord, I'll never do that. I'll never deny you. I'll, I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, you know, no, Lord, that, I'm going to. And Peter was so discouraged, he didn't want to come close to Jesus. Maybe you're watching today. Maybe you're here today, and you feel like, you don't even know how to approach the Lord sometimes because of maybe things in your life. But God called his name out through the angel. Go tell Peter too. See, Peter's just like us. He messes up. He has problems. And you know what? They want to know as bad as it was and he denied Christ three times before Jesus was crucified. I want Peter to know that I had forgiven him. I want you to know today, all of us to know, that through the blood of Jesus Christ, we're forgiven. Because you know what? No one beats you up. No one beats me up. No one beats you up more than yourself. And the devil wants to do it all the time. Right here. Over and over and over again. You don't deserve that. God's not going to answer your prayers. He's not going to be there for you. Because remember when you did this, and remember this happens, and this is not resolved, and all these things. Put your name in there, and go tell Sally, or go tell Bruce. Tell them, tell them that I love them. That's what God wants us to know today. Man, he's got to... He's got a purpose for your life. That's why we're still here. I mean, it's amazing to see what the Lord is doing in City Church. And I, I'm just, I don't even know how to put into words 
But it's all because you were willing by faith to trust in such a way month after month, year after year. And all of a sudden, the Lord is just coming through in humbling, amazing ways. Why? Because we were willing to trust him. Jesus doesn't have a clock in your life. There's no time peace. When he's done building whatever character it is that we need in our life, yeah, then he's going to come through. You know when most people mess up in life, you know what it is? It's after a blessing. Well, I tell you, when we talk a lot about what we want to do to help people for ever for God's kingdom forever and I share with you when we got this building I'm already thinking like two years down the road why because there's so many there's hundreds and thousands of people that need to know what you know what I know that Jesus loves them and has a plan for them and that can help them and we as a church and as people as God's believers can shine that light and to give to give them what to give them in this time that we live in hope People need hope more than they've ever needed it before. What in the world have we seen as far as immorality on the news the last couple weeks? Where are we headed? People are so confused today. But we have a risen Savior to love them, to guide them, and to always speak the truth to them in love. Let's close with one more verse. It's a verse that many of you know. In the book of John, chapter 3. I thought it would be fitting to know that we know that Jesus is real and what he can do and what we even seem to do within our own church fellowship. In John, chapter 3, in verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And people need Jesus today more than they've ever needed him. And I want you to know that Jesus is real. You know, when we think of Christmas time, when we think of Christmas, the birth of Jesus, you know, there's more people that celebrate Christmas in the world than any other holiday, by far. I don't think there's any coincidence in that. Do you know every year to show us that Jesus is real, there are more Bibles sold than any other book every year? What does God tell us about the Bible? Well, in John chapter 1, talks about Jesus, and Jesus is this, the Word. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us and gave us grace and truth. Jesus is the word. And his word is given and sold more than any other book every year. How can people not believe that Jesus isn't real? And finally, we're here today. There's no coincidence that we just happen to be here the first day of the week because God's word says that after the Sabbath, the last day of the week, the first day of the week, when the disciples and the women went to the tomb to see Jesus and that he's risen, that he rose from the grave early in the morning this day, today, for you and me. The first day of the week all over the world people are doing exactly what we're doing
They are worshiping in spirit and in truth. They're celebrating a risen Savior. Jesus, I'm telling you today, is real. And he is the answer to all the world's problems, whatever it might be. Why do we see everything in such a mess? Because we have chose or choose to push the Lord out of society. And when we do that, God says, well, I guess I'll just take my hand off of what's going on. And what a mess that we have. Jesus is real. And that's why we're here today. And you know that. And as you and I know that he is real without a doubt, let me close with this. We are called to be light. As I said before, you have someone in your life which you have no idea right now who doesn't care anymore, doesn't want to be around anymore, and has given up. And it's our responsibility to tell them about our risen Savior. <laughs> Man, to let them know. Tell them your story. I've got one, you do too. And tell them how patient Jesus was with you, how that he loves you more than you could ever imagine, and he's never left you, and he'll never forsake you. We serve a risen Savior. He's coming back soon. And I just want to encourage you today as I close to know without a doubt you have, through Jesus, what the world is searching for. And all we have to do, be ready to give an answer for the hope that is in you. Will you bow your heads with me today? Jesus is real today. We have thousands of people that watch on our apps, the internet, <clears throat> all over. And I want to read this verse to you. We always give an invitation, whether it's on air or whether it's here right now. And God's word again tells us in Romans chapter 10 that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For when the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth, confession is made to salvation for whosoever. God died Jesus Christ in the flesh given to us. He sent his son so we can have hope. You say, Dallas, what do I have to do? All you have to do is trust him. Just the same as this church has done all these years. And we've seen some miracles happen. That first step for you to become a believer for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. There's no coincidence you're watching and listening right now. So if you want to know Jesus, say, Dallas, I don't understand everything. You don't have to. All you have to do is take a step of faith with me because without faith, it's impossible to please God. Just take that step and pray this prayer with me and you'll find heaven as your home forever and ever. And he'll never leave you or forsake you. And pray, Jesus, I, I don't quite understand everything, but I believe that you're God's son. And you came into this world. And we celebrate you this time of year. That you died on a cross for me. 
for all my sins, Jesus. Forgive me. Forgive me, Jesus, for all of my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. From this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. Father, we praise you and we thank you that we know that you're real. We know that this world is hurting and we know that there are even some people here today that there's no coincidence that a friend or family member brought them. And as Ben leads us in an invitation song, let them know they can step out, they can walk down here and I can open my Bible up. It is your word and I can show them and pray with them the same that we did just a minute ago with those who are listening. And they can find heaven as their home. Lord, we thank you that you've given us hope Thank you for all that you've done that we'll never, ever, ever be able to repay. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that will contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope knowing that Jesus is your Savior and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.